Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good morning, Matt. Oh, hello, my sweet forest. How are you, my friend? Oh, I am good, my sweet sugar plum fairy. How are you? I'm so delighted to see your beautiful face. Oh, it's been so long. It's been too <laughs> it really long. Has. I need, yeah, and actually, I need to apologise because I, I am the reason we uh, our normal uh, Wednesday slot has has not been the case this week. No, uh, it was. It's been a mental old week. We we were worried about poor Peggy, basically. Oh. Peggy ne- nearly had a trip to the vets. Um, what happened? But, what happened? Well, she was a bit bunged, a bit bunged up. Didn't have a book for about three days, um, and then. Um, but luckily, I've I've never celebrated anything have a poo in my life. But that's the first time. Peggy, Peggy, Peggy went to the litter tray, and we we both clapped and celebrated outside of it. As soon as she came out, she must have been very confused. <laughs> it was it was like a red carpet premiere on the way out of the cat litter tray. <laughs> she, we were like, yeah. She was like, yeah. Well, okay, all right, guys. All right, all right. Yeah, steady on, steady on. Well, I should shit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you do this every time? <laughs> she had like four in one day. She was just hoping we were outside. <laughs> Woo! Oh, no one's here. No one's here. <laughs> That'd be so good. Oh, bless her. Well, I'm glad she's done a poo. I'm yep. glad she's better. Yeah, so that's she's good. All, she's all right, and uh, the house is not at norm normal now. And here we are, mate. I know. Well, here we are. Well, how are we, how are you? How's your week been? Absolutely insane as usual. Uh, the show my show is about to go up. Let's say the word is go up. I suppose, isn't it? To start oh, yeah. to premiere. It is a world premiere as well. So it's a brand new show. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> It is. Uh, uh, yeah, it's um, it's been a crazy few weeks because we're selling tickets. We sold out two of our three performances. Um, mm. We actually added a third because we were selling out, um, which is very exciting. Also nerve-wracking at the same time. But I've been toing and froing across the country to do my normal jobs and then coming back here and doing this wonderful, wonderful, glorious thing that we do. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a... Uh, we're doing a three-day podcast today because we're absolutely crazy people. No, um, not, not a three-day podcast. Oh, three podcasts in one day, Jesus! Great <laughs> <laughs> to show with my fatigue. I mean, I mean that that will be uh, that, that's what we're doing for our hundredth special. Is a three-day three-day podcast. <laughs> we just keep talking. We just oh my god, a podcast about yeah, we just do it for like three days straight. Oh, mate. Jesus Damn. Christ. Do a, chari- a charity 24 hour podcast. Oh, don't get it. Don't let stop coming up with ideas <laughs> for Christ's sake. Uh, but um, we have had a very special email, Matt. We have had a very special email. We, yes. we have had so if uh, for the long term followers since episode one, uh, I got extremely excited about the fact that uh, we had a Belgium listener um it looked it seemed like it was only one listener from belgium uh and we 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 obviously called them bob uh, we them bob. bob from belgium um well we've had an email uh come through uh f- which <laughs> which is from belgium bob <laughs> now yeah matt do you want to say straight off okay right just straight right off the bat <laughs> it's this honestly when this dropped in our inbox i was like this can this cannot be legit someone is trolling us here or if it is legit we need i need some hardcore evidence i need some hardcore evidence but just read the email so just... this is so this is this is belgian bob what what <laughs> belgian bob is uh his email, I won't read the email out, but it is Belgian Bob is in the email, which is brilliant. Belgian uh, Bob, okay. Uh, so Belgian Bob has said, tuck in, tuck in, Matt, here we go. All right. Hello, podcast heroes. 
It is I, Bob from Belgium. I've been listening to you for a long time now and have very much enjoyed all of your chattings about superheroes, what you love and what you hate. You are funny guys. The name of your podcast makes me think of a saying we have here in Flemish, stir your cat, which translates into English means send your cat. <laughs> the, 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 meaning, the meaning is don't show up. So it's similar to don't be a hero, I think. I think you guys are fun, especially... <laughs> I think you guys are fun, especially the Australian one. I hope you are not missing home too much, Lee. Which <laughs> one's Australian? Um, are we talking uh, about Lee? <laughs> is, that, is that Lee? I think so. I mean, the guy, he's saying, you guys are fun, especially the one person who's been on two <laughs> podcasts in a year and <laughs> The half. one that's not actually a co-host. But we do love Lee. We do love you. Thank you, Bob oh. from Belgium. And he says, thank you for all your entertainment. Who do you think would win in a fight between Iron Man and Batman? Two rich men with unlimited resources. It's a tough one, no? It is a tough one. Okay, right. All right, before I answer that question, let me and it, it carries. We've just... been, we've been okay for the best part. No, not for the best part. For a year and a half, we have been talking about this mysterious Bob from Belgium. Okay, we got really excited when we when we could start looking at where now who's watching, where are they watching from. The fact that we started getting interview international viewers was so exciting. Dear listeners, you are international dear listeners. We appreciate the heck out of you, and we love you so flipping much mm. but like bob particularly was one of the first right and we've been talking about bob for a long time and now all of a sudden we've got and especially after a few weeks we've been calling the fact that we've been getting no emails in our inbox i am so, so, so suspicious i am pretty suspicious i'm pretty suspicious okay i am <laughs> all right so i i want it to be real i really do so bob if you are listening okay and that is a genuine email I need to, I need a further email of evidence, hardcore evidence, maybe just an image of you in Belgium. I don't know. I don't know how we get evidence. We'll just clarify. But also, I've got theories. This is another podcaster trolling us <laughs> wonderfully. And if it is, props to you because that is hilarious. But also, also mean because I'm desperate. I'm desperate to meet Bob. But I, but I also I, what well, I would love to set up the uh, set up the feature that if you if anyone sends in an email because we we do encourage emails don't be a hero podcast at gmail dot com send us an email but from now on you all have to put where it is you're from you're not specifically you can make it a country <laughs> but it has to be the country followed by your name so I would be you know Essex, Essex Forest or England Forest right. And I and that's the format we're going to go for from now on. So you contact us, you let us know. Belgian Bob is just fantastic. Belgian Bob. Well, he didn't get it right. Bob from Belgium. That's what we've been saying in the podcast. So that's I why I'm immediately like, oh, it feels like, a, like, is that AI? Is that like an AI email? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, it feels like, like, chat GPT is like subtly taking over the podcasting world and just like infiltrating kind of emails like that. Who knows? Anyway, I'm answering the question. I think Iron Man would win. All right. I think you Iron think, Man would win. Who do you think would win in a fight between Iron Man and Batman? Yeah. So Iron Man, Iron Man is more teched up and Batman's mm. more on the combat, right? Yeah. So within the fight, technology is more likely to fuck up. So I would say yeah. that actually Batman's relying on some decent combat and self-defense mechanisms there. Yeah, yeah. That will never fail him. So I, I would, and and Batman has a lot more stealth. True. So who are you going for, Batman? Batman, I think. Okay, fair enough. All right, exactly. Ooh, Iron Man and Batman. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're not here to talk about <laughs> Bob from Belgium, unfortunately, or Iron Man and Batman. We're here to talk about a Marvel movie, an actual movie. Not a TV series, but an actual movie. We're here. Hooray! Hooray! Finally, we're here to talk about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Roll that intro.
Okay. So here we are. We're, we are delving into the world of this film, which was released in 2022, last year, Matt. Last year. Mate, it's crazy to think that we are at this point already now in terms of our phase four. We're nearly caught up. We're so close. Um, well, obviously, I don't think we'll get... Well, I don't think we'll be caught up until maybe early next year. But, mm. you know, this is exciting. It's been a movie I've been waiting to watch again, even though I feel like this might be like the third or fourth time I've watched it, you know. Because um, wow. I, I did watch... When it first came out on Disney+, Plus. might have been earlier this year or maybe early last year, late last mm. year. Um I watched it uh, quite a few times because I was genuinely quite intrigued by it. I couldn't really tell whether I enjoyed it or not. And I think I've got an answer now. Um, But yeah, um, let's go straight in. Forrest, overview thoughts, my dear friend. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, it's a movie. Too long without a film. You've lost the format. I completely (laughs) lost the format, mate. He's, He's gone. Um, so, shall I hit you up with a summary, my dear oh, Matthew? I, all right. This is your training, mate. This is what we do. We're actors. You can do this, all right? I want you to take a deep breath in, all right? I want you... I'm going to direct you because you're not in my show, all right? So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I threw it back. That's right. I threw it back. You fucking give it to me last week. I'll fucking give it to you. Sorry I don't feature in your world premiere. <laughs> <laughs> Not even got a ticket for your world premiere. I need to buy one. Um, but yes, okay. Right, yeah, direct. Okay, mate. how would you? How right, would you okay. Like I want. I want. I want. I want. I want like. Ooh. I want it to be slow. Ooh. I want it to be. I want it to be slow. I want it to be. Com- <laughs> The next word was not going to help, but I'm going to say it. I want it to be. I want it to be slow. I want it to be commanding. Oh. <laughs> and I want it to be strong. Oh. Okay. Strong commanding. Slow. <laughs> commanding slow. and Come strong. All right. Okay. Here we go. All right. Yeah. Sorry, I need to put myself on mute. Hang on. <laughs> Here we go, here we go. In Marvel Studios, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, the MCU unlocks the multiverse and pushes its boundaries further than ever before. Journey into the unknown with Doctor Strange who, with the help of mystical allies both old and new, traverses the mind-bending and dangerous alternate realities of the multiverse to confront a mysterious new adversary. My god, if that hasn't caused some involuntary physical reaction, dear listener, to you, I mean, I don't know what will. That was swell. That was delicious. That was that was a, that's an, inc- that's an incredibly ambiguous synopsis, though. It really is, actually. It doesn't it was, really say much at all. It's literally just Doctor Strange in it, by the sound of that. What, like one other person. There's oh, no, one other character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't even say America Chavez. No, doesn't. Doesn't that's say. That's out of order. Oh, no, I mean, mate. she's literally in the first frame with Doctor Strange, Defender Strange. Oh, mate. That's, un- that's unreal. Um, okay, general, fine. General general thoughts, Matt. Hit, hit us up, mate. Okay, okay, okay. This film had everything going for it. It had everything going for it to be a very strong, exciting MCU project. It had in Sam Raimi as a director for the first time in the MCU as a horror Marvel movie for its first, it had all the potential of it being genuinely, maybe even one of the top five movies of MCU's, you know, like MCU fans kind of list. But it misses. And it misses on so many levels. And I think what it does is that it, it kind of like teats on the edge of giving fan service of what they want in terms of dream castings, in terms of introductory of uh, uh, legacy characters outside of other multiverses and then it kind of crumbles it kind of chokes it and then chucks it away and goes actually that's got nothing to do with it we're just going to rewrite this and focus on that 
I honestly, I there are bits that I really enjoy. There are bits that I really dislike, and I'm reminding myself of the first time when I watched it in the cinema, where I came out of the movie feeling a little bit deflated. Now, I think some of that is performance, and I think some of that is narrative as well. Um, it's it's this has got to be up there with the kind of like, like Thor: Love and Thunder just mm. wasn't a good movie, mm. but this is like annoyingly could have been really really great annoyingly could have been great and mm. it just misses um and it i genuinely get a little bit annoyed about it because i would love it i would love it, it but it just it just didn't get there um those are my thoughts what are yours i do you know what? i have to applaud your thoughts because they match mine in, in pretty much entirety really i yeah you know this is the second time i've watched this film Watched it. I remember coming out of that cinema being so pissed off about it. It was. Yeah. It was just. So, there are so many bits of it which you severely question the writers, the director. Yeah. You know, what? How on earth that made its way into a massive Hollywood movie? I will. I will never know. Mm-hmm. Um, there are. It's. Oh my. Yeah. I. I am glad this will be the last time I ever watch this film. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Fucking hell, that's some, saying something. Wow, okay. Because it is just, it, it, there are so many reasons. Um, but it is it is sad how they, they, they do it. And it does feel like there's a, a lot of fan service in there. That, and and this is one of the things I'll instantly say is a couple of weeks ago I made a comment about fan service when we talked about Spider Man about fan service not being a negative thing. Yes. How, however, when it is used in a bad way, it then brings all of the negative connotations to bringing fan service. If you are just doing fan service for fan service sake, that is a bad thing to do. I almost, if, for instance, if we didn't get any fan service in this movie in order for it to be a better story, I would have much rather that. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we got certain castings that, okay, I'm just going to say it now, cause we, I'm just going to go straight into it. We we got we got um, John Krasinski as Reed Richards, right? That mm-hmm. has been a fan casting that has been put down the line for years before this movie even happened. And when it happened, there was a genuine pop when we watched it in the cinema, and I still get excited about it now. But we were shortchanged with that, and I feel like it was kind of just used as a just a, ha look, this is what you could have got. And he's mm. spaghetti. <laughs> Fuck you, let's carry on. And it's like, why? Don't do that. Don't do that. Just... Just use it more as a kind of a plot point. Don't get us all excited that the fact that it's John Krasinski. Just get somebody else playing that role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even, if anything, reprise um, the other guy that played him in the in the original movies. Right. I just 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 focus on the story. Focus on the narrative because it had absolutely everything going for it. WandaVision set up a beautiful villain story for uh, Scarlet Witch, and it just got lost in the fray. Lost yeah, in the yeah. fray with all of this other shit happening around it. Genuinely, mate, I get pissed off about it. Genuinely do. Because I feel like Elizabeth Olsen gave everything she wanted and could have with this role. And I would say she was the best thing out of the movie. However, everything was just... It just didn't hit. It just wasn't justified at all. I will raise you on that to... This should have been a sequel series to WandaVision that was mostly Wanda and had, and had Doctor Strange throughout. Yeah, or yeah, a, or a wonder follow-up movie, either yeah. or, TV series or a film. But it should have been about it should have been Wonders film or TV series, and Doctor Strange became a part of that mm. because so, yeah, it, it, yeah. But let's take it back, right. Let's take it through the story. So we are introduced to America Chavez um, at the beginning. Uh, in a dream sequence, um, which turns out not to be a dream sequence because the dreams are just an insight into yourself in another, you a know, variant. Remote, yeah, in a, vari- a variant. Yeah. So your dream, your when you dream about yourself in a different place, that is your variance life playing out. That's like that concept isn't new. Until that's been that's been explored in different movies and left, right, and centre. But like. That as a concept for the MCU, I think that's really exciting. Um, mm. 
but I, I, I really, I did enjoy the the immediate action straight in with high stakes. We immediately got Defender Strange. We immediately got the introduction to America Chavez, and as well, I think America Chavez, in terms of her character um, as uh, you know, an LGBTQ plus uh, teenager, in terms of that being the first for the MCU, um, and also um, in terms of like playing the role as a teenager as well. From like, you got you got, got Miss Marvel, you got her as well. It being played out together, it's really interesting, and I feel like I'll be interested to see how those merge. I think we do. I think we. We should be kind of leaning towards it, Young Avengers, but it should be done hopefully, you know, correctly. Mm. It was it's it started off strong. I think it did start off strong, and again, you know, the, the um, uh, oh, the, what was the squid name again? Ga- is, um, Galactus. Gal- was it? No, it's not Galactus. What I'm talking about. Um, uh, no, the squiddy thing. Not the eyeball squiddy thing. Yeah, that was all good. I think it, you know, and as well, you know, we then meet, you know, Doctor Strange. Uh, you know, going to uh, going to the wedding, and obviously he get, just doesn't get any payoff in terms of relationship that he wants with. Um, well, God, mate, the names names have gone. All names have gone in my head. <clears throat> but I, but I, I, th- I think this is pro- this is a problematic thing in Doctor Strange, though, right? There were so many words chucked out, like the Book of Ashanti, right? Just Christine. things were sorry, things interesting things get chucked out so much within this film that that's part of the reason why i couldn't enjoy it because Mm. i had i it it didn't fixate on one thing long enough it just fixated on fucking everything all of the time doing everything and it's just like well can we just focus on one part of this but even just 10 minutes would be nice yeah literally like i mean with the scene with um Christine getting married, and you know, obviously, Doctor mm. Strange doesn't get any kind of any emphasis in terms of like solidifying his character arc with with romance. Let's say, and that's what he wants. But there's actually, I, I will mention, you know, in the pews where he's sitting down and he has that conversation with that character who um, talks to him about the blip and talks to him about the the snap and what he did for the for the universe. Mm. There is a woman behind. Uh, literally, and in terms of this podcast, it has to be. This is my favourite supporting piece of performance that I've ever seen in an MCU project. She is acting her absolute ass off in terms of talking to the people next to her, overhearing the conversation in front of her. She is like emoting. Her eyes are wide. Honestly, I, 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 we've got you've got to have a look at it. It's so good. Props to her. I need to know your name. I need to know who you are. We need to get you on this podcast because I want to say how much what an awesome job you did as a supporting role, as an extra, and you made yourself a killing there, mate. Well done, you. Um, <laughs> did you notice? No. no. Oh, mate. She's like, she's like in the back talk going like this. Like it's so good. I'm like, this woman has got it. Have you... I bet the director, whoever's at the back of Sam Raimi, like the cameraman's going, for fuck's sake, she's doing it again. Have you ever watched um, Modern Family? The sitcom. Yeah, it's, it's exactly that. Gloria. It is exactly that. Genius. Oh, mate. So yeah, yeah, we get the whole wedding scene, um, which just plays out really. There's no, you know, no special bit of story there. Um, but they're talking on a balcony. What could have been, you know, Doctor yeah. Strange should have been someone different. Uh, Stephen should have been a different guy, better guy, uh, more improved guy. And then boom! Oh my God! There's this alien thing, chucking cars about all over the shot. And then we get an awesome cape transition where. Stephen Knight jumps off of the balcony. Like his cape, cape falls down with him. He t- he puts on the cape, and boom! Doctor Strange has entered. The it comes building. from his pocket square, doesn't it? Like his his red pocket square that he has in his suit, and it then turns into the cape. That's pretty cool. It reminds me of the time of the nanotech where it was introduced in Iron Man's suit. Mm. Where he's jumping off the building, and goes Iron Man suit. Like he very much took a Tony Starkism there. Which is quite nice in terms of the legacy of Iron Man. He was very much influenced by that, clearly. But yeah, mm. the, the the combat scene, you know, in terms of their you know, working through it as well, I think it was really good. Um, the way that they emoted the eye as well, which is mm. 
just really interesting. I, they may, I don't know how they managed to kind of show those emotions through that one eye, but that was quite interesting and a good bit of visual effects, actually, which is now, let's be honest, in the current timeline of the MCU and Marvel, it's actually quite impressive. Um, so, yeah, I think, again, but then, there we go. That's it. That moment ends, and then we go to the next one in terms of then meeting Elizabeth Olsen um, later on down the line in her, in her dreamscape, effectively. Yeah, dreamscape. Um, <clears throat> I have put odd having a full-on scene with Wonder and Strange, given they've had little to no communication before. So they have a big yeah. chat, don't they? And it's I find it extremely odd because we've never seen... Oh, well, well, I've seen never. I'm sure we have seen them have a conversation. But they are hardly a duo that we are used to. So no. seeing them talk as if they're like long-term friends... I mean, yes, they're, you know, part of the Avengers. Yes, they've been through a lot together. But I, don't, I can't really see them two as a twosome that have talked. I, you know, when, mm. they, the way they were talking was, was like um, Peter Parker and, and um, Tony Stark. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were, they were yeah. talking with that level of familiarity about each other, um, which I found very strange. And in strange. terms of... Oh, very good. In terms of strange... Um, just give me a little idea on what you thought his performance was like in terms of Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. Do you think there was any character de- development or was he really riding on the coattails of his attitudes, let's say, from No Way Home? I I think Benedict Cumberbatch shouldn't have been Doctor Strange. It's really interesting that you think that. Because I, all... I would argue he's probably one of the most perfect castings. In, a, in the MCU. There's so little personality there. And it, and it's not like this film's the only one. First, the first Doctor Strange, I would argue, very good. You know, he's got clear objectives. They've obviously done a bit of actioning with the bloke as he's oh, gone through good. rehearsals. Thank you. Um, but then it, Spider-Man and this, I'm just like, what are you achieving? It's just like Benedict Cumberbatch is walking around saying lines. There's, there's no, I, I could not tell you what the personality of Doctor Strange is if I watched this film. I, I have, I have no, like, you know, there's no, there's no, he's not. You've got because you've got dark and serious because you like through. If you think of Bruce Wayne and the amount of times that we've seen various Batman's, and that's the kind of kind of similar character for me, right? Whereas it's, it's it's less about. The personality, so it's not like the Joker. Do you know what I mean? You, you haven't got a Joker, or uh, Tony Stark's got really exact, like clear character traits. Peter Parker, mm. clear character trait. Whereas it feels to me that we're lacking, we're lacking that with Doctor Strange, and I and I feel like Benedict's lacking that. <laughs> I'm. Your your little uh, your eyebrows are telling me you don't agree, my friend. I know I do. I I agree. There is absolutely something missing mm. in this film with his performance. Um, not to say that it doesn't that it's not interesting. I think I think in terms of it, there's mo- there's I think what is it's particularly his Dark Doctor Strange um, is quite good, and I quite enjoyed that. But uh, if <clears throat> it's not very charismatic. I no, think that's it. Yeah. I, it's not no very charismatic. Charisma. I do enjoy him. I do enjoy his character. I do enjoy uh, him as Doctor Strange. I think he's a really good casting. The character of Doctor Strange itself mm. is is it's a little bit more grittier than Tony Stark, but there is Tony Starkisms. There's ego with um, with Doctor Strange. It, it just, I think it comes off. It comes across as arrogance, like we were talking about in No Way Home. His character comes across as arrogant as hell in the film, and it kind of rides on that a little bit more. Where it's not just kind of the fact that you know he, you know, he did save the universe. Let's not take that away from him. He did. Right. I, th- but- I think talking about it, I've got okay. <clears throat> I've got a better way to say it. I have Benedict Cumberbatch. I find he cannot. He, I've struggled to see him play emotion. Like, and, and, and and a variety of emotions. Really? For instance, well, can you, you not see? Did you can not you see tell him? me any moment in this film where he's anything 
but middle ground emotion. Like I, I, he's there's no happiness or laughter, and there's no sadness or anger. It's just no, in the, yeah, all, in this... all played in the. It, like, there's no emotional journey there. The guy has opened the keys to potential fucking destruction and anarchy, and there is absolutely no change in his emotion throughout this film. But he's got to be like that, hasn't he? In no. terms of what he's, in terms of what he's done, the fact that he, the amount of power that he has, and behold, Tony Stark has that same power, but he still had re- very emotional. Mo- the gravitas of what he's he had was there, right? But Doctor Strange literally lived through millions of scenarios of trying to find or the way to, to defeat Thanos. Like that was ten seconds for us, but he was going in time, and it was going like the 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 the. the the, the mental capabilities that he has compared to us on a human level is ridiculously vast. So, mm. of course, he's going to be a little bit more stoic. Of course, he's going to be emotionally disconnected because he's ha- he has to be. Tony Stark is an inherently human character with extraordinary abilities in terms of being able to produce all this tech, right? But he is, at the root of it, a, still, a, still a human being. But I think with Doctor Strange he's kind of lost that a little bit through through his journey he's he you know he is he, he, he's dr strange and, but is that interesting to watch i don't know I, maybe it's just not <laughs> put seeing, across very well is seeing a character that is emotionless because of what they've been through f- fun to watch for me no, that's, I agree. that's no there's, yeah, there's I, no I right there. there's no like i would rather see that journey and I suppose that's my argument. We haven't seen uh, any other side to him ever. So we haven't seen him go from, oh, God, things really affect me because I haven't been through this journey. We saw an, an ounce of it in the original Doctor Strange. We did see it. At the beginning, we saw him crumble as a person, and then he went into this magical like, sorcerer world, and, you know, things changed. We did see an element of it. But... I would argue that doesn't mean that forever all time you have zero commitment to any emotion. I think, I mean, I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch, it's not an argument that he's not a good actor. He is an amazing <laughs> actor. It's not an argument. Like you've got, you've got to watch his performances. Like he, when it, like the first thing I saw him do was Frankenstein at the National Theatre, and it was yeah. quite possibly one of the best bits of performance that I've seen live, ever. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think he's done really good performances and other things, you know, other projects. But I think this is a character that I think, actually, from source material doesn't actually have that much to play with on screen. Perhaps. Do you know what I mean? Sherlock Holmes, for instance. So I don't think it's his fault. Sherlock Holmes, there is a reason why the character of Sherlock doesn't often go through emotion. But even Mm. in that, he definitely had emotional scenes and it packed a punch and he was was incredible at at Sherlock Holmes. I I love Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock. That, for me, is perfect. And I think maybe you are right in that sense. That actually, Dr. Strat, is it about the writing that has meant that this character has not gone anywhere? The fact that you say writing might actually explain it as well, because we do know that in this movie, they mm. Der- Derrickson um, was the main writer at the time of, the, of, of, of it. And then he left, um, and then they brought in new writers. They actually brought in um, oh, Thingy Bartlett. Oh, I can't remember. Thingy Bartlett. Thingy what a Bartlett. Name. Bartlett was um, brought in um, as uh, the lead writer, and they brought in a quite. They revamped the whole script. The project, in terms of writing, was mm. thrown left, right, and center. And they also had a lot of problems with COVID as well happening during at the time. This was filmed during the height of COVID. Yeah, it was issues with people being in the building. They and, and I think they they, I think you can quite clearly see that this was met quite similar to Black Widow in, in, in the sense that it was met with quite a lot of obstacles during the process, um, and it kind of got lost in the way because there's the thing: Doctor Strange was meant to show up in WandaVision. He was meant to show up in Loki, yeah. and, and like if we had that. I think this would have probably been a far stronger movie because it would yeah. have played into those threads. And I think this is why, you know, we were just talking, you know, about Loki series two. But, like, that's why I think, like, this series of Loki is going to have mm. all of that because we didn't get really 
to do it in the first series, but probably because of scheduling and COVID. Um, mm. So, well, I mean, I think write, the writing's got a lot to do with the complications with the writers. And when you know, you do know, when you're watching a movie where it's had several writers and several rewrites, you can feel it in the text. You can feel yeah. it in terms of the movement. And this is how it, and this is it. There were so many different character arcs going on at once. There was no threading through. And ultimately, this should have been just the main focus for Wanda's, you know, Scarlet Witchiness. And it just kind of got muddled with... Uh, with Christine, with all of the fan service stuff, and it just just it lost its way. America, mm. and, and again, I feel like America Chavez. We got a bit, you know, there was that scene um, when they went back into the um, uh, timeline, uh, the the incursion, and when they were looking at America Chavez's uh, past in terms of her, you know, she's she's from the future, right? And you're like you've got mm. and you've got this really interesting character arc that needs to be played out a little bit more it was done in a scene we got our backstory in a scene um yeah. and a flashback and that was it like it should have been played out more um and they, those kind of things i think were shortchanged where it should have just been introducing a new you know superhero introducing a new villain as well mm. with dr strange trying to fix that around him but it just got all muddled got all muddled mm. Absolutely, I uh, <laughs> we've, we've summarised. <laughs> I know, I know. We've got left, right, and centre with so, this. Sorry, we got it. That's all. Um, so, uh, so Stephen and America um, basically go to which universe did they go to? I haven't put it down. Which which one they're in? We do get told the number, do we? Don't we? Uh, it's eight three eight. Eight three eight. eight, eight. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then because they appear, uh, they get uh, kind of locked up. Christine, that's where we get Christine within that um, universe. Mm -hmm. um, uh, sees uh, Stephen Strange. <clears throat> I made a comment about the fact that uh, Christine wasn't very taken aback by the fact that she was seeing seeing Stra uh, Stephen. Mm -hmm. It was a bit, she was quite standoffish. Um uh, and she does say like it doesn't really matter in her in her world. Stephen Strange is a dangerous character, so actually she wouldn't you know associate herself in the same way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but I did find that that slightly strange. Um, and then yeah, what well, we yeah we we get some we get some get some good bits overall. Um, I think. I've skipped over it, but I, one of my favourite bits is uh, at the fortress at Kamajataj when uh, Wanda arrives. Yeah. And you get the kind of eerie nature of all the clouds, and <clears throat> she's basically trying to get um, get to America, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, America Chavez, <laughs> so she's trying to get there, get, get to her. Because we, because we, we now understand that she can, she can literally. Through the calling of her star, she can go into these different dimensions. She can go into these different timelines. And obviously, in order for, you know, again, the, the character objective for Wanda doesn't change. She just wants to be with her kids. She just wants her kids back. And and that follows on from WandaVision. So she kind of uses her as the kind of like catalyst to uh, be able to for her to travel into these different, these different times and universes. Um, mm. what, a, what, a, what a flipping awesome superhero like power to have do you know what i mean like and this is the other thing is like we haven't really heard much of america chavez and, no. and as well no no involvement in the marvel's movie as well it feels like it because she can literally travel into different dimensions for a multiversal situation that we're in right now seems quite key to have on board with you know you want you want america chavez on your team right Mm. I, I feel like we didn't we didn't get much personality from America Chavez in this. Mm. I felt like it was kind of like the oh sidekick child coming along mm. for the ride. We didn't, we can get as much per, uh, flicks of personality that I would have enjoyed, but I think that goes back to our previous points, <clears throat> which is kind of <clears throat> no one got that. Yeah, the film was so busy darting here, there, and everywhere that no one really got their fair size of the pie. When it, mm. when it came to any exposition about themselves. Um, well, I've put in Wonderbore 
and I can't remember what for. I said it was like Lord of the Rings, dark magic started in its tombs. Oh, so is that where Wong, um, uh, Wong goes with strain uh, with Wanda? Yep, yep. They go to Wanda board. Um, yeah, and then and then we have the and then and then we have the Illuminati. Just like, just like that. Just like that. They just roll up. You know, they've been there. And again, this is another massive thing. The Illuminati is a huge thing in terms of the comics and source material and a story arc that could quite easily be played through in a TV show or its own standalone thing. But what we got here was just the Illuminati in this kind of moment. And then you get the pop with the uh, 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 Professor X just coming in in the... X Men '97, and also yes. you get the you get the sound as well. You get the little sound clip as well of him coming in. A great moment again, fan service. Great moment, really nice. Would have been great to have a little bit more of Professor X in there in terms of being a little bit more integral into fixing this issue. Um, but I think you know we saw we saw all of these different things. We got a real life Haley Atwell as Captain, uh, you know, uh, Britain. Um, it's not Captain Britain. Captain Carter, um, and uh, we got uh, uh, Captain Marvel uh, instead as well. We've got Black Bolt. Mm. You see, Black Bolt from the series as well was there, and you've got this is the thing. And, and John Krasinski being Reed Richards was a last minute thing I've just read. So it actually John Krasinski wasn't in it until post production. They kind of literally piped him in as a last-minute thing, and again, it just goes to show for me. Maybe it was just like, oh well, you know, we don't we we need him in there now because we don't feel like it's strong enough, or we've kind of been rushing our way through it. Um, there's a there was a quote from Sam Raimi. He said that he felt very rushed in the process of the movie as well and stressed in last minute. So it kind of feels like this, there was this just kind of like let's just throw everything at it because we've had all these issues going around left, right, centre and just let the fans get really excited to see John Kaginski as Reed, Reed Richards for, for, for literally five minutes on screen. Yeah. Like, you, had, yeah. you had an opportunity to play something more interesting, more integral for the Illuminati, but no, there we go. They got wiped th- out in a moment. Yeah, and I think it was that. It, the Their death scene is it might be the worst scene of any movie I've ever seen almost, in my life. It's almost a little bit comical. It is, uh, yeah, uh, it, it is. I think it is comically awful. It yeah. is so It is so bad to watch. Like, how on earth that ever got in the movie? I, I would I would rather they we had the scenes with him and, and Stephen and then suddenly they, it, Steve, like, they're never used again. But I'd rather I'd rather that than shoehorn a weird wander killing everybody like they're fucking pieces of pie. Yeah. Um, second pie reference I've had in about five minutes there. Uh, <laughs> big interest in pie. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, lots and lots of like just random death, uh, and especially yeah. Charles's death. It's just yeah, very weird scene there. It was. I mean, I think this is the one thing in terms of what was good is that Sam Raimi. Very famous for his horror movies. Very good at that kind of stuff as well. And I think in terms of the horror aspect of this movie, I think it was played off really well. And I think it kind of really uh, made a beneficial development for Wanda's character. Um, Mm. But, like, I think, you know, that's the only thing that really had it going for it, really. The horror, the horror, scary. The jump scares, the moments of her crawling out of that mirror as well. Like it all had all these very horror esque vibes to it. Where they were running away from her when you know in the tunnel moment where she was on the chase with them, and as well during this this mass death scene with the Illuminati and then killing, particularly you know get yeah Charles Xavier like literally out of the rubble you know literally grabbing him and snapping his neck. It was like oh my god that's a national treasure. You can't do that. That's yeah. I mean, I was honestly, I was like, you can't do that. Not to our Patrick Stewart. He's a national treasure. But I was, I was hoping, I was hoping we was going to get more. But no, they just kind of went, yeah, here he is, and he's dead, and dead, and we won't talk about them or refer to them again. No. Yeah, but... I would have. We should have just got like I don't know. Maybe a completely different Professor X. I don't know. It just almost felt like it was like.
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. More do. We had more do back. We Mordo. did have Mordo back. Mordo. 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 Uh, and he was great. He was really good. Uh, having a threat to uh, Stephen Strange was nice. Um, again, not not done for long enough and not done with, you know, enough kind of emphasis on that relationship and and not enough kind of here's where we're at with them two as well. Like why, why they're, you know, they're sworn enemies and all that mm. stuff. Um, but it was he was he was good in it. Um, yeah, and and then, and then we get to strange strange in the other universe, who does have another name, doesn't he? It's the dark strange. Yeah, it's um. Oh, names! Oh my god, names! It's not dark Doctor Strange. It's <laughs> not dark strange. Um, I've got a feeling that's like a one-word jobby as well. It's like a short name, isn't it? It's um, it's it's like a more. So he's in the. It's in the. It's in Supreme. Supreme. Oh my god! I can't believe I forgot that. Supreme, Supreme. Strange. Because um, we got Supreme Strange in What If. Yeah. Um, and you know, no, I was raving about that episode in particular, which you absolutely hated. Um, but I still stand by it. I still think it's a good episode. Um, but I think. The introduction of Supreme Strange is good, and I think again that was a highlight for Benedict Cumberbatch. Would have been good to get more again, just of his backstory of why he did what he did. It, it wasn't. It was almost like we caught Supreme Strange at his kind of moment of him getting to be a little bit more of a dark, um, uh, mystical Doctor Strange, but it wasn't fully formed in in a, in, a, in a way. Um, but I liked it. I think it was a good moment. Again, they lent into the horror aspect within it. Um, and I think the kind of the uh, the fight scene that they did mm. with within the, within the top bit. What did you think of that? In terms yeah. of using the powers and stuff, what do you think? Yeah. I've, I, I... We've spoken about this previously. When we first watched it, we both yeah. went, that was a bit shit. Like it, it could have been way more hard hitting, but we were having moments of like music, music using the notes, notes using and... the notes around him and oh, stuff. And I was like, it just mm. felt it felt incredibly. It's a lot of moments in this film that feel a bit cringy as an audience. You just be like, what mm. is this about? It's very strange mm. shit. Um, yeah, no, it wasn't. But I, I did love Supreme Strange, and for yeah. me, that that is like I'd like that to be our strange because actually. There's more. Yeah. There is like it's properly dark there. It, that's that's not a strange thing in the middle for me. That's a dark, evil strange, and that's the kind of shit I want, mate. I'd mm-hmm. love that. Bring me more of that. Um, but Xavier tells Strange uh, of where the uh, tells him where the Book of Vashanti is uh, in order to to save America, um, or not the country, America. 
Chavez. Um, <laughs> yeah, how does... Ah, yes, question. So when uh, Stephen Strange meets uh, Supreme Strange, they, Doctor Strange, R. Strange, tells Supreme about his sister. Yep. My question is, how does Supreme Strange know about the circumstances of another universe's sister? I. It's because he's already done it. He's already been through that. He's already been through that story. Do you know what I mean? He's he's like his narrative is at, is beyond that point of where our, our our let's use the word sacred timeline strange is currently at. He's but, seen all these eventualities. Uh oh yeah, of course yeah 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 because yeah, he has yeah that's fair. Um, gotcha. But like I, I've just you know I, while while we're talking, I'm also just, I'm just looking up because I'm genuinely again just trying to understand what went wrong <laughs> with this movie. Um, the original cut of Multiverse of Madness apparently was almost three hours long. Whoa. Three hours long, and this is a two-hour and six-minute film. That explains a fair bit. Again, certain characters weren't fleshed out enough. Mm. Certain character arcs weren't fully developed. We kind of jumped to certain moments and with little justification as well. But um, I'd I think like that to kind see of the three-hour version. But that's the thing. We, that's it. Let's do it. I think there already has been... And actually, I think there has been a call-out for an extended version of this movie. But it would mm. be amazing if we could see like a three-hour version of this movie just to see what was on the cutting table because I'm interested because I think there might have been a lot of more America Chavez stuff as well bring us the Raimi cuts the Raimi cut let's do it um yeah because actually I think like you say what you said is spot on about a longer film for this would might actually be better because some of the moments that were a bit like what the fuck would be less like that Mm, mm-hmm um, so yeah, we have all of those, and then at the end, so we have, Strange has gone through all of this, um, uh, saves, goes back to his, uh, his, or our Doctor Strange's normal universe. Yep. Which at this point, I can't remember the number of, it's got a three in it, hasn't it? Can't remember what the, the actual sacred timeline Ours is 616. So the sacred timeline is 616. There's also kind of a a theory out of, well, not a theory, a a controversy over the fact that the um, animated Spider-Man second movie talks about um, what, you know, Earth 1999999999. And apparently saying, actually, well, is that 616? But actually, when you think about it, different multiverses will probably name the Earths differently as well, and different multiverses differently. So. But yeah, according to Kevin Feige, we're 616. 616. So they return to 616. Mm-hmm. And everything is fine, I think. I can't even remember. So with America, what is there, what happens with America in the end? Well, they, she gets caught, doesn't she? She gets captured and she gets placed on the table for her to then to uh, uh, to form uh, the dimensional cut for her to, to WandaVision to then go through to then find her kids. Um mm. Uh, and uh, and obviously, in order for that to happen as well, we have uh, Zombie Strange that turns up because he can't become strange. He actually has to reanimate a dead Strange um, and possess it through using the Darkhold, um, which I think is actually quite a cool moment. I I quite enjoyed it. Um, mm. I don't know about you. What do you think about that? Uh, I. I... <laughs> I, I... <laughs> Are you losing the will to live, mate? Are you right? No, no. It's just, it's. Uh, I think this film for me, this is one of those films where you, 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 you or I think Doctor Strange in general is a character that you, you, you quite okay. like. I'm going to say it now. You absolutely hate talking about him, don't you? I, ju- I just, any, I just, it's not a character I've been. So when we when we talk about it, I feel like I'm so and I, I I get so confused because there's books of Ashantis, there's pyramids of Cheribas, there's fucking like, Honestly, music mate. notes being thrown about. I, Benedict I, Cumberbatch is listening to this right now, and you're making an enemy out of him, mate. I, I, no, 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 Benedict I, Sherlock is fantastic, mate. 
absolutely man it's i think you know i like me guardians i like oh they zip along yeah i like this is this is too difficult for my little brain oh to, it's too to i can't guys you know what mate i can't do this it's too it's too much it's talking about time and stuff and mystical things i don't i, I just like my animals i like my my raccoon friend <laughs> I like to talk about a silly, silly, muscly man who kind of talks about being invisible while he eats our nuts, yeah. You know, Peter Quill, oh, he's a cool lad, talking about his cassette tapes and stuff of cool music, yeah. Oh, well, actually, I really like the fact that Doctor Strange has gone through all of these possibilities of life. And so, of course, he's not got any emotion or any interest about him whatsoever because he's already lived it. So if he's lived it, why would he be interesting? He's going to nah. be boring. <laughs> nah, look, look, I'll be honest, mate, mate. I can't be dealing with that mess now. Nah. <laughs> no, but the zombie moment is great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love zombies. He animates the zombie. It's great fun. <laughs> oh, my God. What did you think about that fight scene at the end, though? In terms of the, um, or, well, suspected demise of WandaVision, of WandaVision, I keep saying WandaVision, Wonder. of Wanda, um, which isn't, you know, Scarlet Witch is, it's pretty much confirmed that she's not dead, she might be turning up as well on other projects in the future as well, um, which is exciting, but what do you think about that final combat scene, The rev- I, I, again, for me, I'll say it now, it was flat, there wasn't really much stakes, the, I think the even the, the final moments of the of the building, uh, the, the temple, whatever it was, crumbling down on, on on Scarlet Witch again just made me go. Well, I know she's not dead. Yeah, that, yeah. like we all know that. Don't make us I, think like that she's dead because we know that's not that's that's not the case. And I, and I think I think that was a common theme throughout this film is that the con- any action sequence felt like. You, it, it had no gravitas because you knew the nature of that was never gonna. So even at the very first time where where Wanda comes to um, <clears throat> Kamataj and she and they have that initial fight, apart from the soldiers that nobody's met and nobody cares about, it was never gonna. You know, the lights of Wong. The, the lights of uh, Strange were never, ever going to be impacted by that. They were never going to get rid of America that early on. So I, I think the, th- the sense of threat is somehow kind of belittled. And I, I know that's kind of throughout Marvel, really. But yeah. other other films have a nature of, like, gen, gen, genuine jeopardy, whereas this never quite feels like that throughout the whole film. It's, uh, I just, I'm just, again, just reading things. We could have got more multiverses as well, apparently. In the original script, there were more uh, time traveling through different multiverses um, and playing, uh, you know, within potential threads of future projects as well. There was also kind of multiverses of like looking at uh, an old time noir version, which we would have had uh, Spider-Man noir. Which Ooh. is, uh, you know, again, I, that's such an opportunity for us as a fans, fans to kind of like see, um, but they didn't do it. I think there's, I think there's all kinds of things that kind of went wrong, and I think some of it without out of their control in terms of um, the change of writers, change of um, vision, scripts changing. COVID is something that they couldn't deal with, you know, in terms of. They tried, but there was so many things going left, right, and centre during that time. We all know, we all lived through that, um, and so I think we have to forgive that for that. But you can, it just—it's a convoluted film. If there's anything in terms of an MCU project where you want to go, okay, I want to watch something that's really convoluted. Okay, watch Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness because it felt like there was three, four, five different things going on at the same time. I mean, really, it should have just been really focusing more screen time with Scarlet Witch. We should have got more um, and playing out America Chavez as well, introducing that character, being truthful to that character as well and finding opportunities for that character as a legacy forward. Um, it's, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. Um, I will not watch this movie for a very long time. Oh, well, there you go. I, um, yeah, there I'm you saying go. now. So, I mean, give me your final thoughts for us and let's give our crisper rating. Oh, well, just to say that at the end of the film, uh, the eye... Um, the oh, eye yeah, the eye Akamoto, yeah. Akamoto. 
uh, yeah. appears, which will give him extra abilities moving forward. That's the other thing. Charlie Theron just turns up, right? And just go, look, we're all, look at all these incursions. Look at all these things that we're doing. And it's just like, okay, cool. We kind of knew that. We knew that, but he didn't know that. Um, it very much obviously leaning into another Doctor Strange movie, but I'll be interested to know what do we? Well, there's no there's no concrete plans right now, is there? Nothing's been announced until the nothing, third one. Nothing, nothing's been announced. And to, no. to be honest, to be honest, Matt, I might, I might, I might wait four days once it comes out. It won't be a first day trip for me about that one. Doctor Strange three, Christ, yeah, I can do it I, though, mate. Imagine the sheer fun of that. That's Can't a wait. podcast obligation for you. That is, well, hopefully they'll spend more time on this on the next script, and it will be you know fleshed out a bit more. Um, Benedict might decide to put a bit of emotion into his performance. Who, who knows? You know, anything's possible. Uh, so, um, overall summary, I think there's flickers of like all rightness in there. There's some decent characters, some very very good cast list um it's you know it sets out you know, it gives us more uh of the multiverse which is always exciting um mm. more of an insight in the multiverse which is always exciting i really do love the character of wonder and i'm interested in the scarlet witch looking forward to seeing where that goes because like you say she's evidently not dead um i think overall my, my crisp rating for this would probably be um Cheese and onion walkers, mate. Ne- I would never go near it. It's just it's not really my interesting. Thing. You'd never. That is literally the bog standard crisps that we have in this house. The girls love them. Is obsessed it obsessed with them? Yeah, Cheese obsessed, mate. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Um, for me, it's like a packet of space invaders. Now, if you are an international mm. uh, listener, it's just like this, like overly pungent pickle mm. kind of like flavored crisp with just like corn. So it's just really. Like a dried corn crisp, and it's so airy, and there's no consistency to it. You don't feel overly great about it. It's it's like it's like a oh, oh I fancy that now. I'm gonna have it right now, and then mm. once it's done, it's done. Um, yeah, no, it's it yeah, underwhelming. Have you ever had saucy barbecue space in my, uh, space raiders? No, never. Saucy barbecue, genuinely game changer. Really, everything you've said about the flavour. If you have a spot, if you have the spicy the barbecue, saucy barbecue, Ooh, a saucy barbecue, not spicy, saucy. Oh, it's gorgeous, mate. Ooh, okay. Lovely. Recommend a saucy barbecue. Um, but yes, yeah. So disappointment all round for this film, really. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> That's fine. What, We've what done it now. <laughs> what a podcast! Well, like, I'm, I'm so sorry, dear listener. What a chore that's been for us. <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 I would argue it's probably not as bad as um, um, Ant-Man, uh, Eternals. Or, Eternals. Or Ant-Man. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's, not, it's not quite up there with that, but it, but it was pretty us, bad. Give me kind of flashbacks to Eternals, man. Um, anyway, we had a, I tell you what, there's one thing. If there's one thing that you need to do, set mm. your reminders, dear listener. On Monday, we will be featured on the Galactic Core podcast with andy um that will be live on monday we we're talking about loki series 2 episode 2 it was a much more positive podcast than this one so oh, do, joyous do go over have a listen give him some love share and follow him on um instagram and everywhere else um give him all the love and support as uh, it was such a good time wasn't it we had a brilliant time oh. on the podcast it was absolutely wonderful absolutely amazing time so we got so we got this out today that out monday and then on wednesday we've got a very special podcast uh, as we're joined by the writer director of the last deal uh, as well as a member of the cast who just so happens to have done a bit of combat in marvel projects oh um, yeah so got some very exciting interviews that will be released on wednesday's podcast yeah and again that's kind of a, a new format for us as well in terms of like interviewing people within these projects within mcu and dc projects as well and any projects that they're doing learn not only just learning about their experience of those projects but also learning about their craft us being creatives and actors ourselves really interested to see what they come up with in terms of their journeys as yeah performers and creatives on this planet that we all share um forest i love you mate but i need to go get a coffee you do, but before you do, quickly before you do, yeah. What's, do you know what's coming up next? 
What's coming up next? If you were disappointed by Doctor Strange, you're going to be oh, even more disappointed. Because it's She-Hulk, my friend. Oh, it's She-Hulk. Buckle up, dear listener. Oh, buckle up. Attorney at Law is coming up next. Can we Can we skip it? No, mate. We, we cannot we ca- skip it. We might, we, enjoy, mo- we might love it. It might be oh, amazing. Great. Really? Do you think? There were parts of it that were thoroughly entertaining. Okay, fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. Do you know what? Sometimes this is one of those things where you're like, you've just got got to dig deep. Dear listener, we're going to dig deep and we're going to go into it fresh. Going to go in with a blank canvas. We're going to see what's going on. The good, the bad, the ugly. All right? I'm going to dig into it. I'm going to nibble on the Shinghawk and we'll start with your fire. Like that. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> go, go and get your coffee, mate. Sorry. <laughs> go and enjoy your coffee. Mate. Have a I love lunch, you, dear listeners, so much. Uh, see you later, oh, mate. You it's take care. Take care. Bye bye then. Bye now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't Be A Hero Podcast. If you have any comments, feedback or any thoughts, email us at don'tbeaheropodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and other streaming platforms for future content. And to keep up to date on all things Don't Be A Hero, follow us on our Instagram or our TikTok at Don't Be A Hero Podcast. We'll see you there.